Hey everyone, do you enjoy that music you hear at the beginning of this podcast and at the end? I do. Are you thinking, that sounds like a really cool beginning of a song and like a really cool almost close to the end of a song? I am. Well, it's an entire song and it's really great. It's called Aeons and it's on Tear Garden's EP Magnificent Desolation. So what's the deal with this band Tear Garden? You're always going on and on about them. You should go to this Tear Garden show. I think you would like to see this band Tear Garden live. Why do you think I would care? Because you like music that's well put together, mm-hmm. has a crisp, clean sound. There is an architecture to it. Uh, one might say there's an architect that puts it together. Architect being the first song off that EP, Magnificent Desolation. Well, I'll be damned. Where can one buy this EP? On iTunes. Okay. You can purchase it. Check out uh, Tear Garden Band NYC on SoundCloud. You can hear uh, a sneak peek of Aeons and our other single, Paradigm. Why are you so in the tank for this band, Tear Garden? I don't know. I just like the way they uh, do their thing. Okay. They have solid production values, a good work ethic. They're always in the rehearsal studio putting forth their best effort. So when you go to see one show, it's like watching a well-oiled machine just go to town orally. That sounds have very you, sexy. Have you seen Tear Garden? What, what would you say? I've seen Tear Garden a few times, and uh, I would agree with all of that. So check out Tear Garden's Magnificent Desolation wherever music is downloaded. Now let's start. Let's start the next episode of Final Frontiers. Featuring Eons. By Spe- Tear Garden. Spelled with an ash. A diphthong. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably good, right? Yeah. All right. I, I trust your edits. Hey everyone, welcome to Final Frontiers. I'm Matthew. And this is Mitchell. Today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 11 of Alias, The Confession. Directed by Harry Weiner, written by J.J. Abrams and Daniel Arkin. First two things, I feel the need to uh, just issue you a public apology. Because I was reading... Whatever for. I was re-listening to our first episode, okay, and I said that if Bradley Cooper's sister ever reappears, I would donate $1,000 to the charity of your choice. Oh, shit. And since she has uh, at least a few times, I think, uh, yeah. I have made that donation. Have you really? Mm-hmm. To where? Nambla. Oh, shut up. Ah. That wasn't even like a joke. Not <laughs> 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 a charity. Well, then why did you want me to donate the money there? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it stood for something Legal else. Legal fees, yeah. <laughs> but no, she has shown up, what, three or four times? Three yeah, times. she was in uh, one of the episodes. We didn't talk about her, though. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. Playing, we were playing, they were playing that weird Scrabble boggle game. Yeah, they're playing no. boggle. Oh, maybe that was in my notes. Maybe we just didn't mention it. The uh, Christmas episode. Right. She just yeah. showed, like, it's still like elephant in the room. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, thanks for that $3,000 you put on my credit card. <laughs> we can just play Christmas games now. That happened. So the show so far has been in continuity with the dates in which it is aired in terms Pretty of like much, the months. Yeah. So we had our Thanksgiving episode. Halloween episode we had. That's right. There, yeah. was a ho- there was a Halloween party. So this <laughs> show debuted, what, September 21st, if you remember? Thereabouts, the yeah. So, okay, so that happened the first episode. So this is September when she just lets someone borrow her identity. And mm-hmm. now at the Christmas party, she's just, uh, you know, hey, what's up? Let's play Boggle. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, like last week, I have uh, three summaries, hmm. uh, which I think it's a little... I'm overdoing it, but I think that it's important... 
gives you sort of a uh, a triangulation of what actually happens in the episode. You know, I always assume that people are just putting this on at work as just soothing white noise to blur out their office mates or whatever, their crippling depression. But people could be driving. So they could be like, oh, shit, I want to look that up on my phone. And you're doing them the service of giving them a rundown. I would be flattered if they used us as white noise. Oh, yeah. That would be the highest compliment. If you're falling asleep to this, that's perfect. That's awesome. If, you're, if we're keeping all your pets company, your pets are going to be fucking wearing <laughs> wigs by the time you get home. <laughs> uh, and probably understand Alias about as well as we do. Yeah. Right. It's a show written for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> summary number one. Yeah. Wikipedia summary. Sydney is grateful and proud of her father after he saves her life while on a case in Havana, but her admiration is short-lived when Vaughn discovers further evidence that Jack may have been responsible for the deaths of over a dozen CIA officers 25 years earlier, one of them his own father. After thinking it over carefully, Sydney decides to speak against her father in front of senior CIA agents, but she is surprised to see him at the meeting, where he himself tells her that yes, he was involved, but he was not the assassin. She's shocked to learn that Laura Bristow, her mother, was in fact one Irina Derevko, undercover agent for KGB, infiltrated in the U.S. to obtain intelligence and murder key agents. Again, her name was not revealed in the episode. Oh, so you got and, spoiled. Uh, did, did you read that before you watched the episode, though, or now you're looking no, back no, at it? No, no, I, yeah. That, I would have been very annoyed had I, had I, yeah. I'm not very annoyed. Not, not, I'm not going to write to Wikipedia and tell them how mad I am at Wikipedia. But uh, uh, I would I would have been irritated. I followed your instructions and I didn't read any summaries after I watched the episode to refresh myself because you were worried that I, you were concerned that if I read a that's, summary, that's not what I it. said. That's not what I yeah, said. Yeah, you did. You I said, said don't go to the, the the alias wiki. Why not? Because that has to be full of spoilers. I'm sure. It I just... don't think it was. I, I like I said, I read it for one episode. I felt it was concise. The episode that uh, or the the review that you brought up that had information from the the next episode in it I think was Wikipedia just mm-hmm. directly it was like a, an episode guide from Wikipedia it yeah. wasn't the alias.wiki or whatever. all right no the uh, yeah the Wikipedia alias episode summaries are awful I have okay. no idea how why do you keep reading them <laughs> Netflix summary short and sweet <laughs> Uh, after Jack saves Sydney during a mission, she discovers that he was responsible for the deaths of many CIA agents, complicating her feelings for him. Accurate. A little uh, doesn't quite cover the scope of the episode, but accurate. A bit of a spoiler if you're watching this one episode at a time and it starts to load up, because we leave off at a cliffhanger. I guess we could assume the protagonist of the show being alive. Yeah. And my new favorite, the TV Guide summary. Oh, yes. Yes. Series producer and 30-something alum Ken Olin guest stars in a pivotal episode that finds Sid under fire and Jack feeling the heat. After delivering terrorist Hassan to the CIA, Sid heads to Crete to locate his top-secret stealth technology. What she encounters instead is a death trap set by Hassan who backs Fawn into a corner with a dirty deal for Sid's life. What we're going to add into this, or I'm sorry, what you're going to add into this in uh, post-production is the theme song, that intro with like the wah-wah pedal yeah. Like, guitar from the Three's Company song. <laughs> like, just put that in the background anytime we do the TV Guide um, and sitcom I, rendering of I, what's going on in the show. All right, so uh, what happens here? I'm ready to start talking about the episode in earnest. I watched it last week. Oh, wow. You yeah. just couldn't wait, could you? Well, I, I, I didn't know we were going to be delayed. Ah, uh, yes. So I watched it, and I took notes, and I had to... I meant to rewatch. Sit it. on your hands and just wait for it. I, I only made the notes... I only typed these up yesterday. Okay. So I had to, to to refresh myself in that regard. 
and I think I basically understand everything that happens. This episode's pretty straightforward. Is there any Francie in this episode? Nope, no Francie. Barely, there's some Will. Like Not much Will. Not much Will. Uh, not much lawyer, come singer. Come boy- singer. <laughs> yes, come slinger boyfriend. Not much of him. Not we, much of anyone. We learn that Spy Dad is awesome at fighting. Yeah, he, is he still a, got it. He's a badass. He can blink in Morse code. He fights those fat little guards wearing cabana <laughs> clothes. Afterward, his lip looks like a goddamn hamburger. Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's just split. He looks like he had collagen. And he's uh, the, later in the episode, he's wearing the biggest Band-Aid I've ever yeah. seen. Which, yeah, makes sense. Good for him. He can take a hit. Yeah, and just stand there and give a report showing the supposedly dead terrorist. After Jack and Sydney get out of Cuba, she meets Vaughn. At their, Says, thank you for uh, helping me get in there, get my father out. At their weird storage locker yeah. <laughs> deal. He's wearing a lovely tobacco blazer. And that's when Vaughn says, uh, hey, we got these translations back from Alias's mom's books. And says that they're code names for CIA agents that were, uh, I guess, double agents for the KGB. And now they're all dead. And by the way, your dad is the one that killed them. And he's taping her, unbeknownst to us. So that unbeknownst way, to Sydney. Yes. Well, it's a, yeah. All around unbeknownst. Yeah, all, except to him. He knew he was recording. I hope so. He's like a fucking schizophrenic if he's just recording people. Because he's smart. It's actually a really good uh, habit to have. To be a schizophrenic CIA agent that's just constantly recording things. I think it makes you a bit of a liability. I'm yeah. not. I'm not yeah. in the CIA. And you can't. Have, they're like. I wanted to be when I was a child until I learned about their strict standards of hygiene. <laughs> but uh, didn't happen. Yeah, they were on the like. There's fucking terrorists going to flight schools in Florida, but you, know, you couldn't bring a fucking Furby into one of their buildings because that shit was a recording device. <laughs> Was that a real thing? Yes. F- uh, CIA or FBI, someone was like, oh, no, 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 you can't have these in our buildings anymore because they can record. So One, they can record, and two, they're creepy. They're fucking weird. Yeah. Put them in a little box. You can keep it in your uh, your little cage where you meet Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. You should adorn that uh, generic warehouse with some type of... Furby. Festive Furby, or I don't know. What was going on in 2000? Well, what was going on in 2000? 2001 in terms of 2001, 2002. Well, for me, dads, dads and grads was a big deal because I was about to graduate from high school. Dads and grads, not in two, not in, not at that time. No, not, it wasn't June. It wasn't like when they, when they make their weekly visit to they the got flower leftover, shop, leftover uh, holiday slash magazine stand to trade information. It's not looking at gift cards that say dads and grads yet. Yeah. Do you I, think we're going to get a graduation episode? Uh, is this I, her first? I or? bet we do eventually. We yes. have no idea Sorry, where she like is. Scream that in the, into the <laughs> microphone. Good. I like that enthusiasm. Well, because we got to bring that. We're getting like we're, yeah. We might get St. Patrick's Day. We might be looking forward to. Oh uh, shit! Uh, so we got the opening credits. No, fifteen minutes of previously on the last there was. ten episodes. No, there wasn't. Yeah, they did the uh, boop 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 boop. Yeah. Wait, did they do the? I I think maybe your Netflix is uh, cutting that out. And uh, jumping because it can do that if you watch it in sequence. It can do that. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's not quite fifteen minutes, but it's it's a little bit of time. And it had the thing that mine had it's never had before. It's a very thorough. What I, what I always what I mean by the time, the length of it, I always want to allude to the fact that it's very thorough. It's like oh wow, all the, like you oh can yeah, just, you can just fuck it. You can miss an episode and it'll be like keeping you up to date. And but your mom's gonna be like, this is weird. I don't understand what's going on. And you have to be like, no, it's. Everybody a, feels that they, way. It's we have fine. no idea what's Just happening. Just roll with it. Yeah. So uh, opening credits. What are we? We're in. Um, are we in SD six? They go back to. They go back to SD six. All right. And uh, it shows them the pictures of the uh, 
the, got, what's got, his name with the terrorist his name Minos Sakulos Minos Sakulos he's like the Al-Zawahiri to Hassan's bin Laden sure uh, played by Francesco Quinn son of Anthony Quinn really yeah we got, we got some Quinn on the screen yeah and that he's Quinn uh, in the edge is just rocking and I think he's dead now oh really yeah rest impossible I don't know <laughs> he, uh, I don't know if he's dead yet but I've been kicking I think he's dead Dixon's back at last yes finally we get some awesome Dixon uh, like just late 90s British pop t-shirt action later on yeah he's like basically wearing pajamas at Club <laughs> Panthera just like we were like in any like movie from the 90s they're showing like a bunch of young kids he's wearing like that billowy pajama-y purplish rock star shirt and what Elias has to do she has to go to Sasakulos' Club Panthera in yeah. Greece yeah this is like nightclub that looks like it's also like as soon as they shouted cut that's a wrap for the day mm-hmm. for the alias scenes it immediately became like a softcore porno set <laughs> right like it's just like a nightclub that's also a warehouse that's also like what was that and I, I do like that they can cut to Greece was it Greece generally or specifically Crete I know Crete it's is Crete. Crete they go to Crete at some point Crete is later in the yeah. room full of gasoline <laughs> but uh, I think this is just vaguely Greece okay I think but they don't show any exteriors. They don't even have an exterior, like, establishing shot, like yeah. stock footage. It's just, welcome to Greece. Greece is Club Panthera, where it's uh, all retinal scans and blue blockers. And, yeah, it's uh, just large pink glasses. And little Marshall, Marshall Flankman. Who's standing on a fucking chair. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, he's I don't just, want to harp on this, and I, don't, I know it's our thing. But I'm just like, I, he's on, it looks like he's on a fucking chair. He's rambling like, on just, and on. Just fucking pan out and show me him standing on the chair giving the speech. <laughs> rambling about a documentary on monkeys. Some monkeys and sign language. I think the writers, they're kind of overplaying his hand. I think, yeah. <laughs> his, his little dwarf hands. <laughs> he has what I think has to be the most improbable contraption so far, which is a pair of blue blocker sunglasses, yeah. basically. That can scan the retina of retina of someone across the room, Retinas. and then convey that information wirelessly to a machine that will manufacture contact lenses with their retinal pattern necessary to unlock the biometric yeah. scanner. If you don't dream it, it can't be done. Damn it! And this is mostly done with aliases covering one of the lenses. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's. Uh, Sloppy. The only best. thing, I, the only sloppy thing I notice is that Vaughn's uh, sideburns are shaped differently. Oh, he looks. Uh, what's What's my note about Vaughn? I have a note about Vaughn. Where's my note about what's your Vaughn? Vaughn note. I got a note about Vaughn. Uh, Do you have a note about Vaughn? Hold on. I, is me, it a note about Vaughn that let, you're looking? Let me find my note about Vaughn. Oh, uh, Wasp Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> that's hmm. my That's my note about Vaughn. All right. Very nice. The Ben Stiller of <laughs> Yale. Yeah. So Dixon hits the scan key on a laptop after uh, Alias scans his retina it was from across a the room. Specially made laptop. Yeah. These would be dwarf hands. He made their shit. There was a scan button. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And then the uh, little device makes a set of contact lenses, which are smoking when they come out of the machine, <laughs> if I remember correctly. They're now permanently fused into uh, Dixon. Marcus Dixon's eyes. But they were smoking when they came out of the machine, right? Were they? Maybe um, I was I wrote that note down in a in a poetic flourish. Yeah. But I thought that like there was actually like some sort of 
misty, steamy vapor coming maybe from me. Yeah, it could me. just be the, I don't know, maybe the, the machine pre-moistens them for you. Dwarf hands, if he's going to offer you plastic furniture, he's the oh, type of guy that makes a machine. He's going to pre-moisten that, that yeah. plastic furniture. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, back in Los Angeles, Vaughn has Hassan shacked up in some weird little <laughs> one-bedroom in Silver Lake. With part of which is like a one a giant one-way mirror. <laughs> and he Vaughn invokes the, the Patriot Act of 2001. Yeah. That uh, was interesting, especially so. since he said 2001, <laughs> because it's 2016, so it's like, oh, wow, that was in 2001. But also, You had to remember when the Patriot Act was passed? No, <laughs> no, but also, like, you don't, no one calls it the Patriot Act of 2001. And no. it would make sense if they said that now is what I mean, because it's 2016. Oh, yeah. But this was January, uh, I'm assuming this episode aired in January, did it? Did mm-hmm. I miss that part of your re- recap? Um, I, don't, I didn't include it in the recap, but yeah, it was like January 23. Yeah. Something, yeah. So it's like, oh, 2001. Like, Patriot Act, 2001. Did something happen less than, like, four months ago that changed things in this country a bit? I don't know. 9-11 is uh, is an alias continuity. And uh, Yeah, officially. So now Vaughn is using some some shitty CIA tactics. He's really making it uh, (laughs) contemporary. He's going to... I don't know, tie him to a plank and pour a bucket of water on his head and all that all that kooky shit. Just feed him that shitty food. We got some CIA technology from Vaughn. A little more practical (laughs) than Marshall Flankman's CIA technology. There are compacts a camera, the lipstick's a voice recorder, and the lighter is a USB flash RAM drive. Oh shit. Very specific about the, the flash memory contained in that USB drive. Alias and Vaughn really bundled up for Los Angeles. Bundled up? Yeah, turtleneck. Sweater. It was probably 65 degrees, if you can believe it. Overcoat? That's... that's Bond's being a bit of a dick. Says, oh, about like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, narc on your dad. Yeah. He says, uh, you're only thinking of yourself. That's when he records Alias. He's recorded her twice, hasn't he? At least this once. Okay. This is the only time we have to note is this one time. We, we are bad at Alias podcasting Yeah, well, sometimes. we're kind of like bouncing around, much like the show does. That's true. The show is, uh, it's not always strictly linear, yeah. and that makes it difficult to have notes when you're going back and forth. And also, yeah, because we kind of combine our memory, together. and yeah. our uh, uh, memory is fallible. Yes. Like, if, uh, if you learn anything from... It's the opposite of the Pope. Quite fallible it is. Yeah. Speaking of our notes being in weird order, it says right here, cut to Athens, which is the only place where we see Club Panthera. So it's in Athens. It's not on Crete. Ah, our own continuity is wacky. I like it. Yeah. So this Greek asshole is like five foot six. He, yeah. He has to be the same size as Marshall Flankman or shorter. Probably shorter. And he thinks he's a stud. He walks up to Alias. Just, there's just well, there's just like women like around him. Yeah. Like doing nothing but kind of just like taking their index finger and like lightly wisping his face like from his cheekbone down it's, and kind of like pinching his collar this whole scene is a total bummer oh yeah he, he walks up to Alias he says you are American and she responds that's right God bless America yeah. <laughs> it's it's just weird writing I think it's that whole like that kind of the patriotism of after 9-11 of like yeah yeah I'm American oh you're Amer-. like some people would kind of fuck with you for being American and other people would be like hey yeah we feel solidarity for you those Greeks love to kick us when we're down. They, they're notorious for it. So then he takes Alias back to a mechanical room to fuck her. And he says to his guy... All the while, she's trying to like maintain eye contact or lens, yeah. con- lens direction with that those glasses that you mentioned where her, her hair is covering it. 
and he uh but he says i'll be back in 10 minutes he doesn't even say i'll be back in a second yeah he says i'll be back in 10 minutes he has shit to do then he's a fucking stand-up I mean, guy he's, he's not gonna keep her waiting he's got a fucking well, he's aliens. gonna give her a, an indication of how long he's gonna be then he uh this, this creep licks her in the chin and she's really bummed out yeah i was, I was like ooh. i like how like they're like Hello, audience, we'd like to direct your attention to someone who is a bad guy. He's, he's, You're on the fence. And Watch I, him do this gross face lick. And uh, I have this quote here. I'm not sure if... I'm assuming that he said it, but maybe she said it in, in retaliation after he licked her face. I can't quite decide if you are my dot 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 taste. And then he licked her. But she didn't say it after, he, after she kicked the shit out of him? No, um... Didn't she? And also, didn't she say like "suck it" or something like that? And he was like "suck it," like "America." <laughs> like he like repeated something like Wario. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think she told him to suck she, it. She told him something, and then like he like repeated. It was like an insult, and he repeated it. Like, well, she calls him a pervert. Yeah, like pervert. He's, I think it's more of like a an automatic word. Like, uh, well, she definitely calls him a pervert. Because oh, yeah. I have here in my notes. Sydney calls him a pervert! Exclamation point! <laughs> like, you... Awesome! Exclamation point! I'm on her side. Oh, okay, you are. Yeah. Well, wait till you get the tons of messages from people that are not, <laughs> which is most of Twitter. Yeah, most of Twitter is in fact team pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of Twitter and most of our listeners. Yeah. All right, so that's out of the way. Thank Christ. We cut back to Los Angeles. Well, she does. She all right. We, we don't gloss over the beating the crap out of Fatty and then beating the crap out of that guy and getting the fuck out of there. Well, oh well. What's important is she wanted to be the one that uh, that did the scanning with the the contacts because right. she wanted to get she, the CIA. Right. She up. had to take the photographs of not fake plans, but plans of something that were something more innocuous that's already been declassified. Right. Right. And then the real plans would go to the CIA. But Marcus, ever on the fucking ball, he's like, oh, I'm going to take care of this. You're doing your part of the lifting. I'm going to follow through. Just like I followed through last time and I blew up that building. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like being a competent agent. <laughs> and he's like, am I wearing pajamas? Yes. Did I just almost die because I was shot in the chest? Yes. Yeah. But you know what? We got a job to do. Cut back to Los Angeles. Hassan still wants his family in Argentina. So he says... Hey, fuck you, buddy. No deal. Yeah. You get my family in this uh, witness protection program, like uh, Henry Hill at the end of Goodfellas. <laughs> it's not just going to be me. It's going to be me and my whole family. So get some weird old ghoul on the phone to sign this paper. <laughs> some some CIA guy some named Devlin. Desiccated jerk in the CIA. Just looks like a bag of flour with a wig on it. <laughs> A bag of flour with liver spots. He's doing nothing. He's yeah. just sitting in his office, like playing Fruit Ninja. So Hassan says he has a stockpile of weapons in a silo in Greece on the Isle of Crete. And uh, they're going to have to... Uh, There's some, isn't there some specific thing they want out of it? They want an EM refractor, which is used to cloak missiles or something. Yeah, that's it's, the... It's one of those things that I used to pay really close attention to until I realized that it's not going to have any significance later yeah. on. Yeah, or, like, well, what's this thing that they're going to need? It's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Totally doesn't matter. It's like something of like when you used to put uh, GoldenEye on like hard, like the regular level or the hard level, there'd be extra objectives. And it would just be like, oh, get the EM refractor before you leave the satellite base. It's like one of those type of fucking bullshit things. Yeah. 
It means nothing. It counts for nothing. MacGuffin motherfucking black it's, box. It's blah, chuffa. Blah. It's just how do we put Alias in a room full of gasoline? Full of gasoline. Which is like some real itchy and scratchy shit, let's just say. <laughs> just like, it's just, we're going to put her in a room full of gasoline and it's going to have a bunch of levers that extend axes that just chop really fast. J.J. Abrams <laughs> and Daniel Arkin just playing... Uh, Russian roulette saying, hey, what if uh, Alias is in a room filling with gasoline? Wasn't Vanessa Taylor involved with this episode as well? Uh, nope. Harry Weiner? Not a producer? Uh, was... Yeah, she was probably a producer. Okay. She's, uh, I, fig- she's I forget my notes on Vanessa Taylor. But, the, uh, the gasoline nope. war. It's all JJ. It's all JJ just like it's just... why it recurs so much in his work. <laughs> Remember those episodes of Felicity where, where she was in a room full of gasoline? Just like as that quiet college music played in the room, slowly filled with gasoline. Yeah. Same thing happened to Spock in uh, Search for Spock. Star Trek Three. Star Trek Three. Yeah. How could I see Star Trek Beyond when I haven't seen Star Trek Bed and Star Trek Bath? Uh, so Vaughn plays Alias a recording of her suspecting her father. Yeah. And, and then he hands so her this, this, this like this this mini cassette. It's like a tape for babies. Yeah, it's like the cassettes that were in tape recorders back then. Yeah, like. Uh, Answering machines. Like, hey, yeah. remember those? The baby tapes? Yeah, they're so they're so cute. You could, like, just play them real fast and everyone's voice is high-pitched. It's kind of funny. And uh, Vaughn says, I gave you that stack of files about these CIA dudes that your dad killed, but there was one I left out. And it was my dad that I'm so sad about yeah. still that I just can't get over. Every time I go to a funeral, I have to think of his dumb ass being dead. Sydney's devastated. She says, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Is she devastated? She She's just... pretty bummed out. She goes yeah. to Will's place. She says, is your uh, is your intern here? <laughs> and then they spoon on his couch while she cries. Yep. Which, uh, classic crazy girl bullshit. Yeah. Just like, she comes over to your house so she can just cry on your couch. And Tippin's gonna take it. But it makes me wonder, like, does this mean that every crazy girl that i've ever dated has been going through the same thing yes it could be the exact same thing i have no idea you're you weren't tipping enough to deal with it i wasn't i i acted like a chump and let me ask you why is alias wearing so much makeup (laughs) what are you a dad now all of a sudden (laughs) are you victor gerber yeah so she gets over it they go to crete cuts to crete yeah gasoline alley as it's known in J.J. Abrams' world. And the uh, the code to get into this missile silo is pi to six digits. Can you do pi to six digits? 3.14... All right, so Vaughn knows it offhand because he's a math stud. It's 3.14159159. Did you watch this on Pi Day like I did? Oh, you did? Did I you did. know? Did you just come in your pants when you got that meta reference? Yes, I ejaculated. Good. So it turns out this is a trap laid by Hassan. The room locks up. He says... I gave you the wrong code. This activated an anti-intruder device. And then that's when the room fills with gasoline, which is some traumatic shit. Yeah. So then uh, Mr. Devlin has to sign this protection order. In 45 minutes, like 40, 40 seconds, what's he saying? It's something insane like yeah. that. It's like, type this up. And Devlin's, Get it notarized. Devlin's pin doesn't work, which makes me wonder. <laughs> like, was that just like a prop failing that they were like, no, it'll be fun. We'll leave it in. Yeah. Let's just, and then... Uh, oh, yeah. They added to the urgency. Yeah, like Greg Grunberg doesn't have a pin... And it's like a whole sweaty thing. So they uh, they get it signed. <laughs> the uh, witness protection thing is set for his son and his yeah. family so they can move to... Uh, oh, yeah. What's his know. face? Uh, X-Wing pilot almost fucking misspelled Greg Grunberg. He's CIA's dwarf hands, I think. Oh, okay. I think. Because he seems like a little bit of a fuck-up. It's like the CIA's uh, fat John Favreau. 
John Favreau. John, well, yeah. Yeah. So Hassan gives them the real code, 766153. I don't know why I wrote that down. I don't know if that, Just if that has any significance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. That's your so phone we, number. That's your pen. Please change it now. <laughs> please change, please change like, your phone number because of this goddamn show. And also, uh, if it does have any significance, don't tell me. I don't want it to be spoiled. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't, when his I fucking take, family shows up in the next episode, according yeah. to TV Guide's recap. And they're all, uh, I don't know. They all got to live in that one room apartment with a big ass glass wall. I don't think that's. Uh, you don't think it's going to happen? We're not going to have a spin off. Like JJ Abrams, like, I got this great idea for a spin off. Just uh, a, 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 a terrorist leader who just had radical plastic surgery. Yeah. And his family that doesn't really look like they, him. Yeah, they don't even recognize him. Now he has to win their hearts and their minds. That mirror he's talking to late at night, what's its deal? To go back to, I think it was last episode that was nominated or for won. the best makeup it was because of him it's the same actor it's the same actor but he's actually in makeup he's in his right. desi arnaz with a mustache makeup right um all right so the, but alias gets out of the room covered in gasoline room blows up with that greek turd inside and mm. then we uh cut back to los angeles sydney's looking amazing well that was and, a fun scene don't don't glaze over that where he she kind of yeah well how much longer can i can I go into it? She's well, just covered in gasoline. She's struggling to breathe. What she's struggling to breathe she, because of the gasoline? Oh, yeah. It's gasoline. It's filling the air. Oh, yeah. The fumes are probably making her uh, Well, the, fume, loopy. the fumes are what, what's uh, actually flammable. No, yes, that's yeah. correct. Well, I thought it was like the Moonraker bond fight where he watches like that glass break and he watches the two scientists die and then he takes the gas and he puts it in his pocket and he has that ninja throwing punches at him. The whole thing is like, oh, if that ninja just punches that pocket, they're dead, you know? So that's why he has to kind of like that's why that battle is heightened. I thought there was a sense of that when she was fighting that guy with a knife. Well, like if he misses, well, he stabs like a keyboard, right, which starts to spark. So yeah, that's, that kind of like oh, that's how it's going to resolve. What I thought the tension was is not only does she have to deflect his punches, she can't let him like just do that like brush up against the concrete wall with that uh-huh. knife because the spark will kill both of them. Right. But then he stabs that thing and then it starts to fizzle and she runs the fuck out of there. Mm. So mm, we're mm, both mm. right. All right. All right. So cut back to Los Angeles. Sydney looks awesome. Vaughn looks like a wasp Ben Stiller. Wasp Ben Stiller. And uh, they're in the meeting Not room. Not as buff, though. Well, who is? They're in the uh, the CIA meeting room. They're sitting there nervously until uh, Devlin and Spy Dad walk in. Ooh, Papa Spy just comes in there, still with his face all beat up. Yeah, he looks fucked up. Yeah. And he says, uh, it's like, I knew weeks ago that my file had been pulled. Which we he always also, knows when his file is because pulled. He confronted him at the Chinese restaurant yeah. about it. Like I don't see why this is a revelation. I guess maybe Sydney didn't know about the Chinese restaurant, so mm. that's uh, that's the source of tension there. But I, it was very irritating to me that that was meant to be a surprise. I don't think she knows about those secret meetings between Vaughn and Spy Dad. Where, where they, like, they have spy fucking... chat at full volume in, a, in an empty Chinese restaurant, yeah. like middle of the afternoon. Yeah, they're and they're just talking about. I saw you pull my file. Well, I pulled this file. Well, there's all these fucking files we're pulling. Yeah, and then eh, Spy Dad lays the bombshell: the agent who killed these folks. It was your mother. Boom! I saw that coming. By the way, did you see? You saw that coming too, right? Uh, no. And like he can't. It's going to be the mom. Um, I never because it can just things can't go right for Sydney. She's a kind of a fuck up of a spy. I never. Uh, she just uses her friends. For fucking pillows to cry on. I, I never try to figure anything out. Yeah. That's why I'm terrible at catching plot holes and things like that. Because I uh, I never try to guess. I never try to extrapolate 
based on available information where something is heading or anything else. Well, I think that after totally like, makes sense. Uh, after ten episodes, you can kind of get a flow I, of how this show thinks. Yeah, I, I think w- we're, it's coming together. We still don't. I wasn't still lost. shocked. Yeah, I wasn't shocked, but I at the, I wasn't like ah, I called it. I'm letting the show take me where it wants to take me. Okay, to be fair, I realized once you, I wasn't like I thought I figured it out the. Like the minute Vaughn talked about those CIA agents being killed, I was yeah. like, as soon as he walked in the room, I was like, oh, he's going to tell them that the agent is actually her, her mm, mother. Mm, mm. So I got it like a full thirty seconds before it was <laughs> it was spoon fed to me. Yeah, and then that's it. Cut to black. Now we have to just wait anxiously for two parter for, for next week's uh, two part installment. Two part. So I don't know. If, like I, I was kind of realizing that because we've been talking now for an uninterrupted thirty five minutes. Yeah, not bad. It's uh, it's, this is a, a quick episode. Well, it's not that the episode is quick. Yeah, it's that the routine of the show is becoming so second nature. Things that are were initially confusing or bewildering. We know who everyone is. We yeah. know what they do. We know what's predictable about him. We would have spent many minutes talking about Marshall Flinkman and his uh, his talk about the the monkeys documentary. The monkeys, and he's just talking about. So like, we would have been like, says, "What's that guy? Is he regular size?" We would have been trying to figure it out. So uh, I just realized that these episodes are going to get tighter and tighter. Well, we're just like, "Fuck this bullshit." Yeah, I feel like we might be reaching a point. Where I think I made my strongest observations, though. I would say we should. Uh, we're getting to a point where these episodes are getting. Uh, Tight. Yeah. Let's see how next week goes because we could uh, we could tighten this up pretty tight. So that's it for episode eleven of Alias. Episode eleven of Final Frontiers as well. Uh, please tweet at us at Final Frontiers. Send us an email. Final Frontiers Pod. And uh, I'm still very impressed. Final Frontiers Pod at Gmail dot com. That's right. I'm still very impressed that you have all that by memory. But you you're not looking at the paper. Uh, I I stopped including it in the notes. Oh shit. Yeah. It's Fucking not pro. Not that difficult. One is just the name of our show. But you got to add pod. You forget that pod, you know. Yeah, you're going to be the pod. Going to be emailing some Star Trek losers. <laughs> so, uh, we will see you next week for the two-parter and we are looking forward to that. What's the two-parter? Do you know the name? I asked you this I asked this every I wanna fucking s- episode. Did I want to you know say the name? I want to say it's called The Box Why maybe. Don't I just look at the goddamn name. Maybe it's called The Box. I think by episode 6 People are going to be saying... He's not going to know the name. Why aren't you fucking looking yeah. up the name? It's I, not that hard. Why I, do you ask on the podcast? Why are you adding to dead air? I think it's the po- the box parts one and two. That's what I think it is. But... Uh, I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. Well, we're I am that excited. box together. Yeah. And then they're going to bury us in it. Yep. That's uh, the plan. Yeah. So, my name is Matthew. And I'm Mitchell. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.